Hey guys, welcome into another episode of the Potbelly Pigskin Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Liam. Uh, just to go over some news that has come out since yesterday in regards to just some of the players uh, going into Week 5 matchups. Jimmy Garoppolo is not practicing with that calf injury, so it's looking good for Trey Lance to start this weekend. Uh, the Patriots are trading Stephon Gilmore to the Panthers, so that Panthers defense got even better. It was already pretty good. The Bears have named Justin Fields as their starter going forward. So that's a boost to Darnell Mooney. Um, I'm, I, I have optimism in, in regards to Allen Robinson, but uh, it definitely seems like Mooney's the favorite there. Uh, Peyton Barber's out with a foot injury, but, I mean, Josh Jacobs is back, so not... Not really much there. Uh, the Dolphins wide receiver, Will Fuller. He has been placed on IR, so he's not going to play this week or the next three. Teddy, Br- uh, Teddy Bridgewater is still in concussion protocol, but it does look like he's progressing. Um, and then the Cowboys have also released Jalen Smith. And then the Seahawks uh, running, back, running back, Chris Carson, is dealing with a neck injury and is not practicing. So hopefully you've got Alex Collins on your waiver. Other than that, it's uh, more of just the everything we had touched on yesterday. Uh, we're going to get into some matchups here. So just starting with the Thursday night matchup with the Rams versus the Seahawks. Uh, Seattle's uh, Seattle's allowing the, mo- the eighth most points to the quarterback position, the third most to the running back, the nine most, the ninth most points to the wide receiver, and the fifteenth most points to the tight end. It's going to be a bounce back game for Matt Stafford, just with the amount of points. And I mean, watching the previous games with the Seahawks, uh, the quarter they've allowed points to the quarterback. I mean, even Carson Wentz had a decent week against them. So Matt Stafford's going to have a good week this week. Uh, Daryl Henderson is, has a great matchup against the Seahawks, but what I really like about his matchup is Seattle is allowing the most rush yards to the running back in the league, as well as allowing the most receiving yards to the running back. So in a PPR league, Daryl Henderson is going to be a great play this week. Uh, It's going to be a bounce back game for Cooper Cup because Seattle's allowing a lot of points to the wide receiver. And uh, Tyler Higby is listed as questionable, so keep an eye on his matchup, especially it being a Thursday night game. Hopefully you got one of those good tight ends off of waivers this week. Uh, Going to the Seattle side of the ball, the Rams are allowing the 14th most points to the quarterback, the 14th most points to the running back, and the 16th most points to the wide receiver, and then the 12th most points to the tight end. You're going to start Russell Wilson, no matter matter what. And then you've got Metcalf and Lockett. They're in a good matchup, but DK Metcalf is listed as questionable. So just make sure you're paying attention to his injury status uh, going into tomorrow's game. Chris Carson is losing touches to Alex Collins. And as I said, Carson missed practice on Tuesday with a neck injury. So, I I mean, Collins did seem like the more effective back last week. So maybe they are are already transitioning to him. Maybe that was because of the neck injury. It's just something like hopefully you added Alex Collins. I'm not against playing him this week just against the Rams. Because, I mean, they, they are a mid-tier matchup. But, I mean, if Carson's out, Collins is going to get the volume. Going into the next game, Buffalo against Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City allows the uh, second most points to the quarterback position, fifth most to the running back, 
12th most points to the wide receiver, ninth most points to the tight end. So you're you're basically trying to start any Buffalo Bill that you have. Uh, Allen and Diggs, obviously, you're going to start them no matter what. But Kansas City is allowing the most rush yards to the quarterback in the league. Allen is a mobile quarterback, so he's going to be a good start, like a great start this week. Hopefully, you, you get to see him use his legs quite a bit. I mean, Kansas City is allowing a lot of points to every position, so whatever they decide to take advantage of, maybe Allen doesn't have to run. Uh, but it's still going to turn into fantasy points for Josh Allen. Uh, Sanders and Beasley are good flex options this week, and Dawson Knox should be added. He can be played this week, if not every week. Uh, Kansas City is allowing the most receiving yards to tight ends right now, so Dawson Knox is definitely a good option. Zach Moss has taken over that backfield. Uh, he is. I, I think he's going to be a top 12 running back this week with the amount of points that Kansas City is allowing to that position. Going over to the Kansas City side of the ball, Buffalo's allowing the 32nd most points to the quarterback, so the least. Uh, the 30th most points to the running back, the 32nd most points to the wide receiver, and the 28th most points to the tight end. They have a very good defense. They are not allowing a lot of points to any position. But saying that, you're still starting Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill. I would, if you can, pivot away from starting Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I know you paid a lot to get him. So you probably don't have many options to play other than him. And this is going to be Josh Gordon's first game. So I'm not going to start him this week. I'm going to wait and see what happens, see how much he's involved. Because uh, the second wide receiver has never really been that relevant here. Maybe here and there a bit. Um, but yeah, I'm going to see what happens with Josh Gordon. Because he is the best second wide receiver that they've had. Uh, going over to the next matchup, we've got the Jets against the Falcons. Atlanta is allowing the third most points to the quarter. Uh, sorry, not Atlanta. The Jets. Um, oh, yeah, no, we are with Atlanta. Atlanta is allowing the third most points to the quarterback, 13th most points to the running back, fifth most points to the wide receiver, 14th most points to the tight end. Zach Wilson, as gross as it may sound, is a solid streaming candidate for this week. Uh, not just because Atlanta is giving out points to the quarterback, but Atlanta's tied for the most passing touchdowns allowed in the league, which is a lot of the reason why they're they're the third most points to the quarterback position. So you're gonna see yards from Zach Wilson, but just with the floor being higher with the with the opportunities for touchdowns this week, if you're in a deep league or two quarterback league, Zach Wilson's a good option. Michael Carter is seeing the bulk of the carries. Um, he he is a He's a decent play this week, just with the amount of points that Atlanta is allowing to the running back. If you're pretty thin and you have Michael Carter, you can definitely start him this week. And Corey Davis is a great flex play, uh, just with, I mean, fifth most points to the wide receiver. And also, I said, with the amount of points they're allowing to the quarterback, there's going to be passing volume. So Corey Davis is one of those guys that you can definitely, you can start this week and be confident in getting points from that position. Uh, going over to Atlanta, the Jets are allowing the 28th most points to the quarterback, the second most points to the running back, the 30th most points to the wide receiver, and the 25th most points to the tight end. I'm not going to start Matt Ryan this week. I would rather find something elsewhere just because I do not feel like it's a high floor for him. I know that, I mean, he can do a short little dump off pass to Patterson, um, and he could take it to the house. Obviously, he did that uh, three times last week. Um, Patterson does seem to be 
getting more involved in the offense. And I really do like Patterson this week because the Jets are allowing the second most receiving yards to the running back in the league. So he's going to get that passing volume out of the backfield. I have low expectations for Ridley just because of how well you can run against the Jets. I don't see there being a huge, uh, a very high floor for Ridley this week. I know you probably paid a lot for Ridley, so you're starting him anyways. And Pitts, I have low expectations for him as well. Going to the next matchup with the Saints and uh, the Washington football team. Washington is allowing the most points to the quarterback, the 10th most points to the running back, the 10th most points to the wide receiver, and the 18th most points to the tight end. You can stream Jameis Winston this week. There's not going to be a lot of passing volume just because he does not have that many attempts. But with the the attempts that he has and the completions he's going to get, there's going to be high value to those with what Washington is giving up. Um, Kamara, he's going to have a good week. You're going to start him because you paid up for him. But uh, I don't have high expectations just because, I mean, in regards to last week, the reason why... The reason why the Washington football team is only 10th against the running back is because Cordero Patterson went off on them last week. Um, I mean, Kamara is a similar kind of player, but I'm hoping that they're going to pay a little more attention to that position this week. Uh, Washington, just with them allowing the most points to the wide receiver, you can take a shot on Marquez Callaway or uh, Damian Harris, and I I would start the Saints uh, defense this week against Washington. Going over to the Washington side of the ball, New Orleans is allowing the 27th most points to the quarterback, the 25th most points to the running back, the 13th most points to the wide receiver, and the 26th most points to the tight end. I think Taylor Heineke is going to struggle this week just because New Orleans defense is very good. And Heineke is going to be missing two of his top three weapons. Um, Gibson is dealing with some issues. And then... I don't think Logan Thomas is going to play this week. He is listed as questionable. Uh, He did end up leaving last week with an injury. Even if he does play, I'm not starting Logan Thomas with the Saints being the 20, uh, like uh, giving up the 26th most points to the tight end number 32. That's not a great matchup as well as him being hurt. I I just think you could get a dud from him. Uh, Terry McLaurin versus Marshawn Lattimore. I, I mean, it's, it's it's a tough matchup when you think about it, but I think Terry McLaurin is some is one of those wide receivers you can start no matter what every week, regardless of who he's going up against. Um, going to the Packers against the Bengals, Cincinnati uh, is giving the 26th most points to the quarterback, the 23rd most points to the running back, the 18th most points to the wide receiver, and the 27th most points to the tight end. You're going to start Aaron Rodgers and uh, Aaron Jones as well as Devontae Adams because essentially they are matchup proof, in my opinion. Um, A.J. Dillon is getting more involved, so he is a pretty decent flex play this week. in deep, uh, Like a deep flex play, essentially. And uh, Randall Cobb is answering the question of who is the second wide receiver in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers went to management and asked them to go get to get Randall Cobb this offseason, and he did use him last week. Um, then moving over to Cincinnati, Green Bay is the sixth, uh, allowing the 16th most points to the quarterback, the 20th most points to the running back, 
the 23rd most points to the wide receiver, and the 8th most points to the tight end. Uh, Joe Burrow, I picked him up last week and started him in a couple of my leagues. And through half of the game, I was like, oh no, what have I done? Hopefully he doesn't do that this week, and he is playing the whole game essentially this week. Um, I mean, you can find better options out there to stream than Joe Burrow this week, but... Yeah, if you're in a if you're in a deep league where you need to find somebody, I'm not against streaming Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Mixon, he is so he was listed as week to week, and then they changed it to day to day, and there are like rumblings that he could even play this week. So I mean, monitor his health. I'm not I'm not overly excited to play him, even if he is uh, in this week's game, just because Green Bay is pretty decent against the running back. And also him being injured. I know he is a different kind of talent when it comes to the running back position. But I, I feel like you could definitely end up with like five or six points and not be happy about it. Um, Samaje P. Ryan. Yeah, he was a he was a waiver wire ad this week because it's more than likely Mixon's going to miss this game. Uh, he has been resting since Thursday last week because they had the Thursday nighter last week. But uh, I mean, P. Ryan's probably going to get the start. Not super excited about that, um, just because good matchup and also P. Ryan's not very good. Um, Boyd and Chase are good starts with uh, the sorry with Green Bay. Just they're they're not allowing a whole lot of points to the wide receiver, but at the same time, they're they seem to be like Boyd's that short to intermediate guy, and Chase just makes one or two really good plays every week that you're just like, okay, wow, and then those generally turn into fantasy points for you. Um, Uzama is a decent tight end stream this week with Green Bay allowing the eighth most points to the tight end. But that's only if T. Higgins is out. If T. Higgins is playing, I'm not going to start Uzama because his his snaps jumped up a bunch with Higgins being out. Um, and the other thing is Higgins is expected to practice today. So I, I feel like he's probably going to play this week. Going into the Lions versus the Vikings. Minnesota is allowing the 17th most points to the quarterback. The 11th most points to the running back. The 11th most points to the wide receiver. And the 20th most points to the tight end. Jared Goff is another one of those guys you can stream this week just with the amount of points. Um, not even just the, the amount of points that Minnesota is allowing. I mean, 17th most, you're right in the middle of the pack, but... With the amount of t the attempts that Jared Goff has had this year, uh, I and he's going to be dumping the ball off a lot to DeAndre Swift and uh, Jamal Williams, and then Hawkinson's a good ad as well. Uh, sorry, a good play as well. Um, and then looking into Williams, he is a I would consider him an RB two or a flex play every week. Um, Hawkinson, he's he's. I think he's moved into that top five tight end conversation along with like, I mean, you've got the, the, the three top ones that you're looking at right now are Kelsey Waller and then Kittle. I think Hawkinson is in that conversation of top five um, Minnesota side of the ball. Detroit's allowing the 19th most points to the quarterback, the most points to the running back, the, uh, the 19th most points to the wide receiver and the 17th most points to the tight end. Cousins is going to have a better week than he did last week because Detroit's pass rush is not anywhere near what Cleveland's is. Um, and, I mean, Detroit's defense is not anywhere near what Cleveland's is. 
So you definitely stream them this week. Jefferson is the number one wide receiver on that team. You can play Thielen. I feel like you play Thielen when he has a good matchup from now on. Um, In this matchup, this is a good matchup. You can play Adam Thielen. Uh, Conklin, even though he was hurt and he didn't have that many fantasy points last week, he did still have six uh, six targets. So, uh, I mean, he could be a good tight end stream this week as well. Dalvin Cook, he he's got a he's got an injury. I'm not super excited about if I was the Dalvin Cook owner, but I I mean this is this is a good matchup for him. Hopefully, if he is playing, I mean you're going to start him. But I, I, if you are the Dalvin Cook owner, try and get try and get Madison on your roster. Going to the next matchup, we've got the Broncos against the Steelers. Pittsburgh is allowing the 11th most points to the quarterback, the 27th most points to the running back, the 6th most points to the wide receiver, and the 26, uh, 22nd most points to the tight end. Bridgewater, he's still in concussion protocol, like I said at the top of the show. So it, it is one of those things that you want to keep an eye on his health because Drew Locke is a serious downgrade to every other player on this roster if if he's starting. Uh Sutton and Patrick, I have very low expectations if Locke is in, as I said. Uh, same thing with uh, Melvin Gordon and Javante. But, I mean, I even if uh, it, Pittsburgh's pretty stingy against the run, so I'm not, I, I, I'm not really looking to put either Gordon or Javante in this week. If you can pivot off of them, then I would definitely try and start somebody that has a better matchup. Uh, Fant's going to have a good week just because he, if it is Locke, I feel like Locke's going to panic and he's going to look for Noah Fant on two-thirds of the place uh going over to pittsburgh denver is allowing the 31st most points to the quarterback the 32nd most points to the running back so the least the 20th most points to the wide receiver and the 30th most points to the tight end uh ben roethlisberger is washed i don't know what they're going to do for the rest of the season are we going to see dwayne haskins who knows uh start start Najee because you're gonna you paid up for him you're gonna start him every week it's gonna be basically volume and dump off passes uh, this is not a good, uh, it's not a great matchup for Deontay. Um, but I, I mean, if Claypool's still out and if Juju's still dealing with a nagging injury, I mean, he is going to, he is the number one on the team. So uh, you, you could start him. I mean, you probably paid up for him as well. And uh, yeah, like I said, Claypool is questionable, but in line to practice, and he's dealing with a hamstring injury, especially a big bodied athletic fast receiver dealing with a hamstring injury i feel like that's going to take a lot away from their game going to the next matchup with the titans against the jags we got a divisional matchup here so the jags are allowing the ninth most points to the quarterback the eighth most points to the running back the 14th most points to the wide receiver and the sixth most points to the tight end Tannehill is a very good stream this week uh it's i mean He's a very good stream this week if A.J. Brown and Julio or one of them are playing. I, I'm i a little bit hesitant to stream him if, they, if they're not playing. Both are still listed as questionable, so I'm not... It like Again, I, and I feel like I've said this with a lot of important players this week, pay attention to what their health is going into the weekend's games. Hopefully you have people to pivot. With it being a Sunday game, it's a lot easier to pivot to some of the injuries like with Metcalf and Lockett. Um, well, I mean, Metcalf being questionable as well in the Thursday night game. Uh, Derrick Henry, he's he's going to have a great game. Eighth most points to the running back by Jacksonville. Um, if 
Brown and Julio are out, and you are desperate for some kind of flex play. Rodgers and Reynolds are good ads. Going over the Jags, Tennessee's allowing the 12th most points to the quarterback, the 19th most points to the running back, the most points to the wide receiver, and the 32nd most points to the tight end. Trevor Lawrence did show that he was rushing more last week, so I fantasy football... Having a rushing baseline from your quarterback is always a nice thing. So he can be streamed this week. Uh, Robinson is a good start every week. I'm not against... I'm never going to say you should sit him again. Um, Obviously, that was a mistake after he played Cincinnati. (laughs) But uh, I thought Cincinnati's defense was a lot better um, against the run than they actually are. Um, Looking at LaVisca Chenault and Marvin Jones, they are both great flex plays with the amount of points that the Titans are allowing to the wide receiver. Okay, so moving on to the next game, which is going to be uh, the Eagles against the Panthers. Uh, Now, the Panthers, like I said off the top of the show, the Panthers did go get Gilmore, so their defense got even better. So these I feel like Gilmore is going to come in, and especially with them trading for Henderson from the Jags as well, it's really going to shore up their defensive backfield. Uh, the Eagles, uh, so the uh, sorry, the Panthers are allowing the 25th most points to the quarterback, the 29th most points to the running back, the 25th most points to the wide receiver, and the 16th most points to the tight end. Hertz is a he's a safe play with that rushing baseline, just like I said before, um, with Trevor Lawrence after starting to rush last week and starting to run last week, you're gonna have a safe floor with a rushing quarterback, so you can feel fine starting Jalen Hurts. Um, Sanders. I, I don't know where to go with him. I I mean, it's going to be a volume play this week, but I mean, he's just not... I mean, I don't even know if it's going to be a volume play because he hasn't gotten that many touches. I'm not sure what the offense is doing in Philly. So I'm really hesitant to start Miles Sanders. Um, I think this game is going to be a lot closer. I think it's going to be a really close game. So I don't know. Uh, I don't see uh, Kenneth Gainwell getting a lot of touches. Just because he is, he seems like that pass catching back. I think they might try and lean on Sanders a little bit more and have more control of the game this week. Um, Devonta Smith is a good flex option. He seems to be super legit. Happy starting him. I'm not starting Jalen Rager outside of desperation. And then Goddard and Ertz will both be involved. They're both good plays if you're in a tight, if you're a tight end needy team. Going to the next matchup, the Dolphins against the Bucks. Tampa Bay is allowing the sixth most points to the quarterback, the 26th most points to the running back, the second most points to the wide receiver, and the seventh most points to the tight end. Um, it was pretty pretty amazing to watch uh, Miles Gaskin get absolutely no work last week, so I have absolutely no faith in starting him again. It, I mean, you can't drop him. You wait and see what happens. Maybe it turns around. Maybe he's more involved and they're not using Brown or uh, Ahmed as much as they did last week. Because, I mean, uh, Gaskin was third in touches last week out of the running back, out of the running backs on the team. Um, Parker and Waddle are good plays. I know it is still Jacoby Brissett throwing them the ball, and there is some concerns about that. But Tampa is allowing the second most points to the, to the wide receiver position in fantasy football, and they're also allowing the second most receiving yards to wide receivers. So, I mean, I feel like there's a pretty safe floor with both of them. And especially with um, 
with Will Fuller being out, you're going to see more targets going to Parker. Uh, Gesicki is a solid stream as well with Tampa Bay allowing the seventh most points to the tight end. And uh, it was, yeah, like Malcolm Brown had 67% of the snaps and the most carries last week. So, I mean, yeah, you could add Brown if, if you have an injury or you're waiting to see what happens or you need some kind of flex play. He'll, maybe it's the same as last week and he's getting the volume. But, uh, I mean, Tampa's just shutting down the run. So, I, I, I feel like you're better at taking a wild shot on something else. Uh, going to the Bucks, Miami's allowing the 20th most points to the quarterback, 4th most points to the running back, 21st most points to the wide receiver, and 10th most points to the tight end. You're going to start Tom Brady. Uh, Leonard Fournette is the lead back. And with uh, with Miami allowing the, full, uh, allowing the fourth most points to the running back position, they're also allowing the third most rush yards in the league. So real safe floor there. Pretty high ceiling as well. Um, you're, I, I would start all the wide receivers, Godwin, Evans, and Brown. And then uh, Gronk, he's expected to miss this game. I'm not going to try and start Brate or OJ Howard and think that you're going to get the same production as you do with Gronk. Cause it's just, it's a matter of the, the fact like Brady and Gronk really good together. Great chemistry. It's not the same with Brate or Howard. I, uh, I would play Tampa Bay's defense this week going to the next matchup. Um, just to touch on the Tampa Bay's defense. Yeah. I'd play them this week cause it's Jacoby Brissett, right? And they're going to shut like, Tampa Bay is going to shut down the uh, the run game. He's going to be looking to pass a bunch. And I, yeah, I know that the, the secondary is hurt in Tampa Bay, but I feel I feel like you can definitely, you're going to see some turnovers from Brissett this week. I'm um, sorry, going back to the New England and Houston matchup now. Uh, Houston's allowing the seventh most points to the quarterback, the ninth most points to the running back, the 26th most points to the wide receiver, and the second most points to the tight end. Mac Jones can be streamed. If you are in a deep league, you can take a shot with Mac Jones. I think this is going to be Damian Harris's bounce back week. Um, Hunter Henry is a good start this week. I do like him as a streaming candidate. Houston's allowing the second most points to the tight end in fantasy, but they're also allowing the fourth most receiving yards to the tight end position. Um, start the New England defense against Houston. Davis Mills, rookie quarterback. That team is not very good. You're going to see turnovers. And New England's defense is actually pretty good. Going to Houston's side of the ball. New England is allowing the 30th most points to the quarterback, 17th most points to the running back, 29th most points to the wide receiver, and 29th most points to the tight end. You're only starting Brandon Cooks. You're not going to start anybody else on Houston. So let's just move on to the next matchup. Uh, Cleveland against LA Chargers. The Chargers are allowing the 29th most points to the quarterback, the 18th most points to the running back, the 31st most points to the wide receiver, the fourth most points to the tight end. So Chubb and Hunt are both very good plays this week. Um, with I mean, it's a run-heavy team. Even though it's not, it's not a great matchup for the Browns it, it, there there's just a lot of volume for both of them and may uh, Mayfield had a down week last week so I think they're going to lean on what they're good at which is the run game um Odell Beckham Jr. had a down week last week but he still had seven targets 
Like, seven targets is good on a team where there's not really any other options. I I would play Odell as a flex play this week. Um, he could outperform a flex play uh, if Mayfield's a little better. Like, Mayfield just missed him on a touchdown last week. So, I mean, hopefully those targets turn into completions. And uh, if uh, one note, and I've made this note to myself, is like trade for Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is an every like an every week play. It's a lot harder to probably trade for Nick Chubb, but uh, with the amount that they're using their running backs, I would definitely trade for Kareem Hunt. Uh, going to the Chargers side of the ball, Cleveland's allowing the 21st most points to the quarterback, the 31st most points to the running back, the 27th most points to the wide receiver, and the 21st most points to the tight end. Um, I so many my instincts say that you want to pivot from Justin Herbert, but just after watching him on the Monday Nighter, he like Mike Williams and Keenan Allen didn't have a great game on the Monday Nighter, but Herbert still managed to have a pretty good game as well as he was using every single player on his offense, like the, the, both tight ends, the third string wide receiver, um, like even the, the other the second and third string running back were being used as well. I, and I, I just, I feel like he's, he's turning into that spread the ball around instead of just relying on two, two targets. So, I mean, I, I think that in that sense, they could spread Cleveland a little bit thinner and just attack them for more, for more positions. So I, I think you should be happy or okay starting Herbert this week. I have very low expectations for uh, Austin Eckler just because, I mean, 31st most points to the running back. I don't think he's going to be an RB1 this week. I think you're probably looking at him as an RB2. Um, I mean, you are you paid up for Keenan Allen, so you're going to start him. Mike Williams, it, I mean, it, it's so hard because with him it could be just one play. Like, he, he could go up and get a 60-yard touchdown. Um, or he could just, like, they could just use him as the red zone target. Like, it is, it is tough, but I, I'm honestly, if I had Mike Williams, I might even sit him this week. Um, you, you're going to see Jared Cook get some targets this game. He has become more involved, and it does seem that the place to, like, I mean, the weakest spot for the Cleveland Browns defense, it's a very good defense as the tight end. So, I mean, you, you could stream Jared Cook this week. Uh, going to the Bears against the Raiders. Vegas is allowing the 18th most points to the quarterback, the 7th most points to the running back, the 28th most points to the wide receiver, and the 11th most points to the tight end. So, looking at that, like I said, Justin Fields is the starter going forward for Chicago. So, I mean, he's going to... I really hope they use him, like they run him, because he... He is a very good running quarterback. David Montgomery's out four to five weeks. So uh, Damian Williams is a great pickup. If you've got him, uh, you could start him this week as an RB2, if not better, just because the seventh most points to the running back. So, I, I mean, you're going to see production there. Darnell Mooney is Field's favorite target, in my opinion. I'm fading Allen Robinson, and I almost might. I'm not going to drop Robinson. I'm pretty sure I said this before. I might just put him on my bench and see what happens. Uh, hopefully he gets more involved. Going over to the Vegas side of the ball, Chicago's line is 23rd most points to the quarterback, the 21st most points to the running back, the 4th most points to the wide receiver, and the 24th most points to the tight end. 
I'm going to find a better option to stream a quarterback than, than Derek Carr. Uh, Jacobs, he's going to have a decent game. And then Ruggs, Edwards, and Renfro, they're like the fourth most points of the wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, it could be any one of them. If I, if I would have to choose two out of the three of them to start, it would be Ruggs and Renfro. Uh, in a, especially in a PPR league, I would be starting Renfro just because he seems to be that short to intermediate guy for Carr. Um, and it's going to be a tougher matchup for Darren Waller. I know, like you say that, it's going to be a tougher matchup, but you're still going to start Darren Waller because he, he's just different. He's built different. Uh, going on to the next matchup, 49ers against the Cardinals. Arizona is allowing the 24th most points to the quarterback, the 22nd most points to the running back, the 8th most points to the wide receiver, and the 31st most points to the tight end. Uh, if Trey Lance is a starter which I feel like he will be with Garoppolo still being hurt and not practicing. Um, he's going to have a really safe baseline. And it, it, I mean, it is a tougher matchup for the quarterback position, but it's the baseline just making a safe floor. And then man, last week, just watching him dodge so many hits in the pocket and just rolling out and making plays. He wasn't the most accurate, but on like 20 over 20 points in a half. Uh, Trey Sermon <laughs> He's the number one back right now, but it's in an ineffective run game, which is strange thinking it's Kyle Shanahan's run, uh, running system. And it, it, yeah, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't be confident tr starting Trey Sermon. Uh, Debo is an every week play. I believe he's the number three wide receiver on the season right now. And Brandon Ayuk is concerning. I'm, I have Brandon Ayuk in a couple leagues and I'm considering dropping him. Uh, I have low expectations for George Kittle just because it is a tough matchup against the Cardinals for the tight end, and Kittle is listed as day-to-day -day with an injury right now. So uh, he may be limited playing against a very good team, uh, like a team that's very good against the tight end. Going over to the Cardinals side of the ball, San Francisco is allowing the fifth most points to the quarterback, the 12th most points to the running back, the 17th most points to the wide receiver, and the 23rd most points to the tight end. Um, Kyler Murray is on pace for over 5,000 yards passing. You're going to start him. Edmonds and Connor will both be relevant this week. It is a pretty good matchup against, for, like, for the running back position. Uh, Hopkins, AJ Green, and Kirk are all good starts. Uh, Moore is a high ceiling play. He just seems to be the fourth man. So, I mean, he, but I mean, he is one of, he's very athletic. He's very good. He could take a bubble screen all the way to the house for an 80 yard touchdown. But like, it's one of those, it's one of those, he's going to have less touches than the other three, I think. Uh, Max Williams is a good stream at tight end just because he seems to be pretty involved and all the D, like all the defenses that Arizona is playing seem to be more concerned about the wide receivers. So he, he seems to just, be getting pretty involved every week regardless of the matchup going on to the giants against the cowboys we got another divisional matchup here dallas is the allowing the fourth most points to the quarterback 28th most points to the running back third most points to the wide receiver and third most points to the tight end you can stream daniel jones this week um i was kind of leaning towards not doing it because Dallas's defense did seem to be pretty good, but they're allowing the most passing yards through four weeks. So there is a pretty safe floor, safe floor there. Um, 
Dallas is pretty strong against the running back. So Saquon Barkley, is, I, rushing the ball, he's not going to have a good week. But rec- like Dallas is allowing the second most yards to receiving to the running back in the league. So, I mean, Barkley is he's a very good pass catcher. So he does have that going for him. He's still going to have points receiving the ball. Um, Kenny Galladay is a great play this week. The I, I know he's probably going to get Trayvon Diggs. But uh, I still think like I still think he's gonna get quite a few points regardless of seeing Trayvon Diggs. Uh, Tony is trending upwards, so I mean stash him. Uh, Evan Ingram saw targets last week and going against the Cowboys, it is a good matchup for tight ends. Um, so if you are needy, you can always go grab Evan Ingram with the amount of targets that he receives. He could be a pretty safe play this week. Uh, Sterling Shepard is questionable, so you also want to monitor his health because if he's if he's out, Tony could be relevant this week too. Uh, going over to the Cowboys, there so the Giants are allowing the twelve uh, sorry tenth most points to the quarterback, fifteenth most points to the running back, fifteenth most points to the wide receiver, and f- fifth most points to the tight end. You're gonna start Dak, Zeke and Pollard are both gonna be relevant. You can start uh, Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb, but Cooper is limited with hamstring and rib injuries. Lamb may be more effective this week, and especially if Cooper is either limited or out, C.D. Lamb obviously is going to see a lot more. Um, going to tight ends with Dallas, Schultz is going to ha- He has a great matchup against them. He seems to be very involved in the offense and i mean i think he had like 79 percent of the snaps last week so he's a very good play and then off to the monday nighter indy against baltimore baltimore is allowing the 22nd most points to the quarterback the 16th most points to the running back the 24th most points to the wide receiver and the most points to the tight end there are better streams out there than carson wentz go find somebody else to play uh, Jonathan Taylor has a plus matchup against the Ravens. So, I mean, he's a pretty good start this week. You can be happy putting him in your lineup. Uh, Michael Pittman's going to see a lot of Marlon Humphrey. So I'm probably going to sit Pittman this week. This could be a Zach Pascal week. Mo Ali Cox is a solid streamer this week with obviously with Baltimore allowing the most points to the tight end. Um, but they're also allowing the second most receiving yards to the tight end. So, I feel like that's a pretty safe floor. Uh, Naeem Hines is a great flex play this week. Baltimore's allowing the fourth most receiving yards to the running back. He is the third down back. They do look to get him involved in the passing game. So I think Naeem Hines is a solid flex play this week. Going over to Baltimore, Indy's allowing the 13th most points to the quarterback, the 24th most points to the running back, the seventh most points to the wide receiver, and the 19th most points to the tight end. Uh, obviously you're going to start Lamar. Um, he's You're starting him every week. And Indy's tied for the most passing touchdowns allowed in the league. So he has not only a very safe floor with his rushing, a very high ceiling with the touchdowns allowed by Indy. Latavius Murray seems to be the number one back, which is kind of frustrating for a lot of the people that added Tyson Williams. Uh, Tyson Williams also seemed to be very effective. He... He was very good at rushing the ball, but turnovers uh, seem to be a, a problem for him. So I think they're trying to just go with Latavius. Hopefully Tyson can make his way back in. 
I, if you have him, I would just try and keep him for another week. See what happens this week. Uh, Brown Hollywood is a wide receiver too this week with the plus matchup. Uh, I mean, it, seventh most points to the wide receiver. I think Hollywood's going to be great. If you can stash Bateman, cause he might be active this week. He, I think he is a difference maker. I think he is going to be more of a wide receiver one on the team going. I, I'm not necessarily this year, but I think that's the kind of profile he is. And you can see Brown being the take the top off a of defense kind of player. You're, you're going to start, you're going to start Andrews just because he's probably that, that other guy that's in that top five conversation for top five tight ends. Anyways, uh, thank you so much for listening. That's all I've got for today. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, you can always reach out to me at uh, potbellypigskinfantasyfootball at gmail.com. All right, thanks and have yourself a good rest of the day.